everybody. Thanks for joining our listening party. I'm your host, Emil Antonell. We're back to listen to some new music, and back on the show today is Indigo Hush, a.k.a. Mr. Scott Roberts. How you doing, man? Good. Thanks for having me back. How you doing? Thanks for coming back. I'm, I'm doing good, you know, as good as we all can be. You've been staying busy as hell, so the real question is, how are you doing? Are you really tired from all the output that you've had? <laughs> No, it's, I mean, it's gave some sense of normalcy. Just, just keep plugging, you know, getting the tunes out there. Um, just been staying in, staying home for the most part, not working like a lot of other people at the moment. So, you know, it's just uh, something to wake up to. I know that I'm going to be creating something new, working on something in progress every day. So just, you know. How is that, uh, has that developed like a really solid writing process for you, like in all things? Um, like, I guess, sorry, I guess there wasn't really a question in that. I guess that led to the question of like, is it getting easier as you go that you just develop such a rhythm? I think that not so much rhythm that I'm, I'm a pretty spontaneous person and just not being able to express that like in social settings or, you know, normal day to day life just sitting down and just not having like a preconceived idea, like, Oh, I'm going to make a, like a indie pop song or anything. I'm just going to, I just sit down and just start creating. I think that's really helped with, with being indoors and with, you know, the world being in such a crazy state. Nice. So you, we talked a little bit before we started recording you said you've been trying to put out at least one song a month, right? Yeah, so um, last year I think I think it was twelve songs. You know, it wasn't exactly one a month. I did have a EP, a Creature Spill EP, dropped in November that had five songs on it, and then uh, since December I've been putting out two a month. So just trying to not necessarily force it, but just stay busy. And you also put out. Whoops. And you also put out a a music video to go with Creature Spell, right? Yeah, I actually uh, shot that all myself on my DSLR that's kind of been just sitting in a bag for quite a <laughs> while. I was like, let me put this to use. And um, yeah, I shot that all myself. Uh, I had some like low budget lighting and then I uh, edited it all. I, had, I hadn't actually used um, Adobe Premiere before, so I was kind of learning as I as I made it. You know, previously I've used like Final Cut and um, Sony Vegas. I was a video editor for uh, a while as as a profession. So, so yeah, it took me longer than I thought it would, but eventually got it out, and um, it's actually sitting at like 16k views right now. So it's it's done pretty well. Very nice. Well, let's talk about that song a little bit before we listen. How did that one come into into fruition? um well the the chorus and the title itself is kind of nod to all my nerds out there the creature spell is a magic the gathering reference a few hundred and uh it's just kind (laughs) of like making it um it's basically describing a crush or you know someone that you're into and saying baby you're a creature spell and it was just kind of like a fun to catchy like i guess uh alternative pop kind of track and right when uh, everything was shutting down and i i think that that day or a couple of days when i wrote it i was just trying to you know be optimistic and uh, write something that put me in a good mood (laughs) 
you really kept that one short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of mine uh, kind of have that. I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought there was more coming to that sentence. <laughs> I probably should have been, but I'm just awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. Yeah, so that that definitely has your signature uh, sound to it. I was actually talking to uh, Luis Velez about you the other day, Lou Beauty. Uh, well, not the other day. It was like two weeks ago when we did his episode, and I was saying that I want to hear a collaboration between you two because every time you guys come out with a new song, it's drastically different, but it's exactly like you. Nice. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. I like that. Yeah, that one had a very almost like Foster the People esque vibe. Yeah, yeah, I definitely dig them. So uh, yeah, I hear that that influence as well. And that one was probably in like the like the sounds for some reason. A lot of those sounds remind me of them. I'm not sure why. Yeah, yeah, I've been going just like a lot of. Um, I mean, in this age, they're not actual analog gear in my case, but just like kind of vintagey uh, synthesizers and whatnot, and then just you know throwing a shit ton of delay and reverb and modulating them and make it sound all psychedelic, if you will. Do you have a favorite go-to synth right now? Uh, I've been. I have two that I use. Like the only two I really use right now. One is the Arturia Analog Lab, and the other is actually one that most people are like producers and whatnot haven't even heard of. Um, and it's <laughs> it's the name's weird. It's like all caps T A L, and then it's called Togu is the brand and the synth is the uno lx but it's basically like a, a juno like clone oh nice um but yeah and then there there's this uh there's another random plug but there's a, a website called reverbmachine.com and um the whoever runs it makes all these presets you can buy there's like tame impala ones um i'm trying to think there's like uh artist specific presets for different for different synthesizers but this this one i'm i'm talking about he's done a few that i've bought and they're just like literally just gold as soon as you put the preset on i'm just like okay so i've been uh yeah those are the main two i've been using a lot and then uh also just using guitars i use a lot of guitars uh just with volume swells with um all of the pedals I've collected through the years, I have too many at this point, but just, uh, you know, making my guitar sound like a pad sound or a synth sound, just layering it in the background, all that kind of... Just real quick, there's no such thing as too many, so let's not go there. <laughs> that's that's what I tell myself every time I buy a new one, so <laughs> we're on the same page. So the next song we've got, we're going to listen to Run Its Course. Tell me about that one. Um, This one, it's got... Uh, kind of an obvious, more of a hip hop influence. I've been listening to a lot of hip hop and rap lately. It's like uh, been trying not to get too much of a quarantine fatty. So when I've been working out <laughs> at home and whatnot, that's usually my go-to is like some hip hop playlists or whatever. Um, and then the the lyrical content is kind of just me watching way too many like horror and true crime and stuff. Um, I mean, the listeners will find will will hear in a sec, but it's it's basically just a story about the the person writing the song has a lover who's turned into like 
kind of a crazy person who's trying to kill them. So there you go. That's a great baseline. Thanks, man. Yeah, I've been uh I've been experimenting trying to, as you know, as a producer as well, it's it's hard to tame low end, but I've really been trying to have like 808s and actual electric bass guitar like coexist in the same sections of songs without getting it too muddy. So I feel like yeah, I feel like that a, one came, a task. came together pretty pretty well. How are you managing that specifically? Um I think I've kind of got it down to like, you know, just the bass is so finicky. They're like all attention whores, basically. So like <laughs> only one thing can can live in 50K and lower. And then yeah. and then that which usually for me is the kick. Then I usually have the 808 start at 50, you know, and then depending if I'm layering it, it's either all sub or I'll layer it with a bass synth on top bass then just cut all the low and then the sub will cut all the highs you know so that's from like one to two and then that song i probably cut up to like three or 300 or more on the electric bass guitar um in the parts there was the sub and then in the verse when there was no 808 i just 
had a separate electric bass uh track where i i reintroduced some low end if that makes sense so just yeah are you recording a full separate for that or you're just duplicating over i'm probably just copying it like a loop i'm being nice. transparent <laughs> No, no, no. It's the it's a production technique. You, get, you love it. Yeah, usually it's something that I haven't talked about much on the show, and I'm always willing to. So, oh man, I, I will nerd out as long as you want about production stuff. But yeah, usually <laughs> uh, for my for my Logic Pro people, it's just Command D that that yep, track that duplicate duplicate it with all the same shit, and then I'll just open up the EQ and just just add some back in. Um, and yeah, it's it's hit or miss, and like. You know, the car test never fails. You think that it's sounding good and you get it out there and everything's blown out and there's too much mids or whatever. You come back in, you tinker some more, listen in the air pads, listen to different heads, headphones. You know, it's just it's just trial and error. Yeah. Mix 14. Oh, dude. Yeah, I've I've been in some <laughs> mix, some pretty high mix numbers, some 40s and whatnot. So, <laughs> All right, we got one more. So we've got this is this is the new one. This is the one that's actually not even going to be out yet, correct? Correct. Yeah. So this is uh this is Payphone and this drops on March 5th and you can pre-order it on February 26th. So 4 days from now. Correct. Yeah, pre-order will start. So uh yeah, go ahead and check it out. This, this is actually like the first time I'm playing it for somebody, so yeah, hope you guys enjoy.
was was the first line in that was that a taste of the 90s is that what you said yeah want to take a taste of the 90s savor it for now and forever that's pretty crazy because that's some 80s ass guitar <laughs> true it totally is some chorus style <laughs> 80s guitar what are you using on that um that is a combination of the uh walrus audio julia and then uh and then in in logic i'm running it through the sound toys micro shift just to give it some like fat spread nice so it's got like vibrato mix of chorus Julia kind of does both. There's a knob you can choose, and, and who knows what I had it on that day. And then the micro shift, I'm throwing that micro shift for my producer listeners out there. That thing does wonders. You can get as extreme or as subtle as you want. I have it on like every vocal track. I, I even have it on like my my bass, my 808s, um, my claps. I'll throw it on, make them super wide. It's an awesome plugin. Very nice. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of all sound toys. I oh, use so much so of their good. stuff. Can't like I, for my my drum, uh, like my my like crush buses for drums, almost is are exclusively run on a Devil Lock. Dude, Devil Lock all day. Yeah, I'll have Devil Lock on all my snares, all my 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 perks, my percussion hits, and then usually my parallel drum compression, it'll either be a devil lock or just like some other compressor, but a lot of times. Yeah. Cause it's, um, I forget, you probably know what it's, it's modeled after like a piece of like an actual piece of gear. Right. Uh, yeah. I want to say it's a chant. It's modeled after like a Chandler compressor, but I'm, I don't remember. I just know it's modeled after whatever Kevin Parker, Tam and Paula uses like in the early shit, he would just smash everything through through one of them yeah and that's and like i said that's exactly it's my go-to for the 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 drum bus or like my smash bus oh yeah dude just blend that in just just smack you right in the face especially because it has that that high-end uh roll off oh yeah yeah i'll like i'll get pretty hefty hefty with the what is it crunch and the other knob the on the devil luck deluxe and then that mix knob i'll throw down to like two or one even and then usually by then you've still got some hiss so i'll throw a noise gate afterwards but yeah that thing's killer okay so it was it was based on a uh its inspiration comes from an old podium mic compressor called the level lock okay makes sense that's what it is. Yeah, I love that. I love that plugin. Between the mix knob and then the the darkness knob, it's it does wonders. Yeah, but yeah, totally shout out Sound Toys. I'm trying to think of my go-to. It's the I use the decapitator all the time. Yeah, great saturation. Um radiator. I love the radiator. Yeah, radiator I'll throw on first on all sorts of stuff. Hi-hats, anything, even just like even just having it on on the channel and i won't even touch it i'll just turn it there's like a noise a hiss that i turn off yeah having it on adds like this subtle warmth especially if you're compressing after it again it just adds like a nice little kiss um yeah it's based on an all tech preamp it's wonderful i want to say it's the 1766 or so i don't know i forget but it's an all tech it's based off an all tech Hell yeah. But yeah, all yeah, and, and then the uh I use the Pan Man, the Micro Shift, the Phase Mistress. I use all of them, man. Oh yeah, I do too. No worries. 
Um, so back back to the back to the song. So we just listened to Payphone. That's your new one. I noticed that uh, you you start a lot of your songs with the hooks, and you didn't with that one. Yeah, I. It's it's funny. I've gotten those questions, and I don't. I think in the process, I'm not even really thinking like in in terms of what to start with. I think I just am going with feel. Um, and sometimes it might start a certain way and I, I change it later. I don't, you know, a lot of stuff I don't remember exactly the order, but I think I know that I had the guitar layers in that one. A lot of times my process is I'll just, if it like in that song, that it's just the same progression throughout, I'll get the progression as big as I think it'll be. So in like most cases, that's the chorus, meaning big as like, all the layers that I'm going to have. And that may, that may be like, not just the chorus, but it's the last chorus. So I'm going to have like the finale, you know? So, and then it's just about arranging it, like dragging some of those tracks to start with here and there. And I, that one, I probably just felt like this needs to just, you know, not hit with a bang, but like come in a little more gradually. Yeah. But very nice, man. You did a great job. I was just, I was immediately expecting it to start with a hook and I had actually written a note about, you know, asking you about if that was just a particular way that you like to start or if it was just something that happened organically. And then we listened to this last one. And I'm like, oh, well, he changed it up on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I found myself doing that over and over. But I think it's I think it just comes from me being a sucker for like super catchy stuff. And and usually like nine times out of ten, the hook is what I come up with first, whether it's like the line. I usually come up with shit like when I'm like cooking or I'm in the shower or something. And then it's just about like, okay, this, this is melody. This has got to be like, this is a chorus definitely. So it's figuring out the, you know, the chords behind it or the baseline or whatever. And probably I'm just like, well, that's what I came up with first. So that's going first in the song, you know? All right, man. I think we had a great episode there. You want to, you want to give us your plugs where everyone can reach you, find your music at. Don't forget you got your, uh, your playlists and all that stuff. Yeah, so uh, you can, on my on socials, Twitter and Instagram, it's at indigo underscore hush, and um, yeah, find me on uh, Spotify. Go give me a follow if you dig what I've been doing. I also have uh, a couple playlists. Um, one is just some some tunes that I've been fucking with. I listen to like in the morning, making coffee or on the exercise bike, whatever. It's called Caffeine Coma. You can find that on my Spotify profile. Go give that a follow. And I also recently put together, now that I have quite a few songs out, it's Indigo Hush Complete Discography. Um, You can also find that on my Spotify profile. And other thing that I've been doing uh, every now and again during quarantine is I'll stream some production stuff. Sometimes I'll do video games, but it's mostly songwriting and production. And that's on my Twitch channel. You can find that at twitch.tv slash indigo underscore hush. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Bakersfield Sounds Podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook group called the Bakersfield Sounds Sound Off, although I don't think anyone uses that anymore. Email us at bakersfieldsoundspod at gmail.com, and the show is available anywhere you download podcasts. That was a great episode, man. You want to say goodbye? Thanks for everyone for listening, and uh, thanks for having me back, man. I hope to uh, get back on here soon. Yeah, until the next one.